Hey, yo, hey, hi, what's good? I'm Dustin Hearn, and this is Latent Image. I don't have a ton of friends, but I enjoy spending time with the few I do have because it, it fills my heart up. As cheesy as that is to say. Also, my shrink tells me it's a good idea. I spend most of my time alone, and it makes me feel like I'm running on fumes. Mary is a friend I met last September when I asked her to model for me. Hannah is a friend I met through Mary. It turns out friends beget friends. Mary is kind and caring. She's a warm presence. Uh, Hannah is chill. She feels like that person uh, that you feel like is always in your corner giving you that little push, that little nudge. They're two of my favorite humans. Recently I spent some time with them, and this is what happened. Hi, Mary. Hi, Dustin. <laughs> okay, so uh, when we first met, uh, oh, like, no. like our, our mental health struggles was something yes. that we kind of connected on. And I was just wondering, like, uh, how all the creative outlets you have uh, contribute to your sense of well-being, if we can call it that. How my creative outlets help my well-being? Yeah, like the modeling, the music. Um, so, they're the only thing I have that feels like only mine. You know, where I can like be me uh -huh. instead of being mom me or wife me or sister me or, mm. you know. So, that's part of the reason I really like it. Um, especially the modeling is because not only can I just be me, but I can be other people too. I can be like whatever I want to be. And I get to be part of other people's creative process and it just kind of gives me some extra meaning in what I already have. That's super rad. It is super rad. It also gives me a reason to kind of get out of my comfort zone and push myself a little bit past my anxieties so I can kind of conquer myself a little bit. Right. So, um... How, did, how does your belief system factor into that? My belief system factor into my modeling? Yeah. Um, I think that it makes me a little more conservative and modest than most models might be, right. or a lot of them. But what I found is that a lot of photographers are kind of really cool with it, kind of pretty responsive I'm cool it. with it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you better be. <laughs> um... I've, uh, they just, you know, don't ask me to do that stuff, you know, as long as I kind of put it out there right at first, like, just so you know, I'm not cool with this. They're like, oh, okay, that's fine. We'll do something different. Dang it. No nudes. No nudes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> do you have another question? Yeah. <coughs> that was a really cute noise to have in the background. Oh, jeez. Did you record my cough? <laughs> yes. That's disgusting. Great. And the dog lapping up water right behind me. Awesome. This is super real. Okay, yeah, next question. Let's go. Is, I can't snap with all my hands. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, let's talk about your music. You teach music. And, I do teach music. And you play for the church. 
I do play. I play piano for the for the kids, like their uh, their Sunday school part. I play for music time. So like I just play the songs that the other person, the leader, tells me to play. <laughs> uh, and I teach music lessons. I teach private music lessons. I teach piano and violin and viola. I also teach a little, well, one kid wanted to learn the recorder, so I apparently teach recorder now. So. <laughs> <laughs> I want to learn recorder. Teach me. I can teach you a few songs. I think I might remember a few. But I like it. I teach mostly little kids, and they're crazy, but they're fun. I think I remember Hot Cross Buns. <laughs> That's the first song I teach everybody. It's a, it's a winner. Uh, yeah? You should do Smoke on the Water instead. I don't... Wait, that's guitar. I was going to say, wait, I don't know. That's the first song everybody learns on guitar, Smoke on the Water. Is it? That's what got me into guitar. <laughs> that was the first thing I could play that was like a, that was like a whole riff. How's it go? Sing it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> you know how it goes. I don't. Do it. Should I do it on guitar? Yes, you should do it on guitar. You have to hold down this button. Well, I can't, we can't, like, are we going to, what's that movie? Indiana Jones, are we going to Indiana Jones it? Just, like, mm. slip <laughs> No, we'll just stop this segment and start a new one. Okay. Yeah, oh, I started. Oops. Like, how, how's that happening? You're not even holding the button. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Found a loophole, apparently, glitch in the system, working in my favor. Let's see if I can remember how to do Yeah, Dustin will favor us. Oh, I didn't know that's what oh, it was no, called. That's not how it goes. Came a little vibrato in there, fancy. <laughs> that's the first thing, like. I, I, I learned Like that a dude too. handed me a guitar and he was like, look, do this. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> like, I, up until then, I've been trying to play it. chords and stuff and just like twisting my fingers up in knots trying to learn the chords. And all you need. I was like, oh, it's just one string, and you can play the song. Smoke on the mountain. I actually didn't know that was, that's that that's what it was called. Okay, okay, I gotta give you guys some backstory right now because we had taken a break in recording, but uh, the conversation turned to a pretty interesting place. So I just mashed that record button. And I catch Mary mid-sentence. So what had happened was we had just been to Target picking up, you know, uh, chips, guacamole, salsa, you know, the essentials. And uh, as we're pulling into the parking lot, Mary's driving. We're in her car, me and Hannah. Um, and uh, Mary freaks out. And it turns out she was startled by some clouds anyway yeah so I'm gonna throw you in here mid-sentence sorry on that <laughs> I thought that there was something in the sky like crashing or falling not necessarily coming to get me but like there was like an airplane like going to crash but the thing is is that I might my, my, I've been fixated on airplanes recently because I'm going to Utah in July, and uh, I have a phobia of airplanes, like a real phobia, not like a person is just like kind of afraid of takeoff phobia, like a real phobia, where when my mom brought up the idea to me, I just immediately burst into tears, and I'm going to start crying. If I keep talking about it, that's okay. I won't compose myself. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <sighs> okay. So I just kind of fixated on airplanes. So when I saw this thing out of the corner of my eye that looked strange, kind of like, 
looked like I was flying out of the sky. I was like, people are dying! I'm gonna die! We're all gonna die! But it's not happening. It's okay. I'm safe. Do my mantras. I am safe. I am happy. <laughs> I am safe. <laughs> you should teach me some of those. I do them every night almost before I go to bed. I also listen to, if I'm having like an anxiety time at night, I listen to, um, what is it called? Um, hypnotherapy for sleep. There's a hypnotherapy I listen to, and it is wonderful. The lady is British. She sounds oh, super yeah. sexy. Okay. It's great. <laughs> so I said that I put the headphones in. She's like, take a deep breath. And I can't do British accent. And so I take a deep breath. I do everything she says. You relax all your muscles. And she, and I fall asleep usually when she tells me to walk down safe steps in my mind. But there's like 20 minutes to it. And yeah, it's great. Helps me relax. <laughs> I got really, really uh, personal there. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Hannah. Hi. <laughs> Hannah makes me feel comfortable to talk about things. Yay. <laughs> Hannah is a comforting presence. We're bang twins, except I have mine pushed <laughs> to the side today. No oh, one bangs, but I have a receding hairline. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't pull it off. If I had to take this hair to the front, it would just would make my bald spot more prominent. I, I use this hair to cover my bald spot. It has to go back. <laughs> he it doesn't to use go the back. comb over. He does the comb back. <laughs> yeah, it used to go over. Now it just has to go straight back. <laughs> there are no other options. <laughs> That's so funny. I oh, know. You might be getting time to cut your hair. You cut your beard. It's only a matter of time. Oh, uh, yeah? All the men in my family eventually shaved their heads. My dad, <laughs> my dad started going bald in, like, high school or something. I started going gray in high school. I have gray hairs. My older brother today, he's, like, 30-something. And um, we were at my niece's ball game, and I'm sitting there in the chair, and he's standing over me. He looks at me. He's like, you have more gray hairs on your head than I do. And I said, shut up, John. <laughs> but I know it. I got my first one, like, 16, I think. I think I, I probably have gray hairs, but they blend in to my blonde hair. Oh, yeah, yeah, see, mine just, like, I'm stick lucky. out. I pulled my hair back last night, you know, like a ponytail, and I had I had a gray hair, like, maybe two inches long, just sticking out of the side of my head. And it was like, my hair is straight, right? But it was like a zigzag. <laughs> like, what's it doing? I pulled it out. I just ripped it right out. It was almost, I would have slicked it back, but it, like, wouldn't go, so I had to pull it out. I just had to. I pluck gray hairs out of my beard and it's super painful but I gotta do it why would you do it on your beard no I get like white hairs and they're super thick I see red hairs in your beard actually my brother it's just has a rainbow beard my brother has red red hairs in his beard but they're like two stripes just right here on his chin it's weird that's weird you have to introduce me okay this is the signal <laughs> this is the signal uh, this is the signal, signal. She's gonna slick her bangs back. Wait, wait, it is started it recording. What the? This thing is so glitchy. I didn't even push the button. I'm pretty sure you did. I watched you do it. <laughs> this is the signal. Okay, uh, okay, uh. Shouldn't we start this over? No, we're gonna no go way. with it. This is gonna be in the We're podcast. committed now. We're, we're, we're full speed ahead. Okay, uh, Mary, you're, uh. So you're bed training your kids right now, which is why we're not at your place right now. Yes, sleep training my children. Sleep training, bed training, whatever. Whatever you call it. I don't know these things. 
Oh, was that a question? That okay, was a question. So, so. <laughs> Extrapolate on this. You're sleep training your children, period. That was the question. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. My I children, end my questions in periods. My, my, I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old, and they don't sleep in their own beds. They never have. Ever since they were little babies, and that's partially my fault because uh-huh. I am too attached to my children. Uh-huh. No, I'm serious. There's no when, such thing as too attached to children. When is my there? yes, when my daughter okay. was a baby, I wouldn't let my husband hold her. Like I wouldn't let anybody touch her. I was like, this is my child. It came out of me. I made it. Don't touch it. My precious. Can I put it back inside? This is mine. I like wouldn't let her on my side. I couldn't do it. Like I couldn't go to the bathroom or like go to the shower. Well, just like. I, 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 I couldn't handle it. Come to find out, I had postpartum depression and anxiety, which played into a lot of this. But I um, ended up, you know, with breastfeeding and co-sleeping, they're like, great stuff. As <laughs> I roll my eyes, great stuff. <laughs> um, and then I did the same thing with my son, because that's just like what we did with my daughter. And now, they will go to sleep in their own beds, but one of us has to be laying down with them. And then they still wake up halfway through the night and come into our bed. So it's just like not working. Like Zach has back problems and like I'm fine. But he has like back problems and they're like cranky all the time. They don't get enough sleep. They also don't nap. My children don't sleep. They don't sleep. Like I don't think that other people have this issue. My children don't sleep. Plenty of time to sleep when you're dead. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be deaf in me. That's why I have some new gray hairs. But anyways, back to the hairs. Back to the hairs. So my husband is doing bedtime tonight. He kicked me out because he knew that I wouldn't be able to handle it. And we have them in separate beds. And Zach is sitting in between the beds with for them to go to bed. That is what we're doing before we, uh, before we play Dungeons and Dragons. Cheers. I think we should... Um... We should expand on the dungeon and Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. So, Mary. <laughs> yes, Hannah. <laughs> Take over my podcast, please, Hannah. <laughs> what first got you into Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> I just love that you're so giggly. I can't take it seriously. You're doing good. You're doing well. <laughs> I can't take it seriously. What first got me into Dungeons and Dragons? My husband. We were, this is when we were back living in Bonifay. And, uh,. And uh, he was like, we were laying in bed one night, and he goes, so, uh, I have a question. It's like, okay. He goes, it's really nerdy, but uh, how would you feel if uh, I uh, wanted to play uh, Dungeons and Dragons? I was like, okay. Would you play it with me? Okay. It sounds like you're talking about something dirty. I know. Like, I would be like, ew, so nerdy. But I'm like, I don't care. But I, I was trying to be supportive, you know? I was like, let's, let's do it. And so apparently, he had already been, like, reading all about it and, like, reading all the books oh, and, like, yeah. already done all this stuff, oh, yeah, right? that's Zach. He's, like, so ready to be Dungeon Master. It's not even funny. <laughs> and so he explained it to me, and I was like, oh, that sounds, like, more fun than I thought it was going to sound like. So he invited, like, a bunch of his friends over. And he created all the character sheets. He explained it to everybody. We literally played all day. We started in the morning and did not stop till dinner time. We like ordered pizzas. We had snacks. Like we just like full blast went, and it was quite the experience. But it was a lot of fun. And some of those people like still kind of like to play. And other other ones were like, "Well, that was an experience. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never do that." But uh, now we play it. Now we play it just like for fun. Hey Tiffany, do you have a question for me? 
A really personal question for me? But not too personal, because this is a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) No, Mary's an open book. I'm pretty, pretty open, so. (laughs) What's your favorite food? (laughs) So personal. My favorite food is potato chips. Okay, good to know. I really can't think of any questions. I'm just on search for food, so I thought I'd ask you about your favorite food. Potato chips are my favorite. I would sing that better, but my voice is gone. (laughs) This one time, I was going through a drive-thru window, and I always sing thank you when I say it. I say thank you, right? Yeah, I do, do, right? So I was in the drive-thru, and they like told me all this stuff, and they're like, it'll be whatever. And I said, thank you. Just like automatically, I sang it. And they sang it back to me. They said, That's amazing. And I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. They sang it back to me. I was so excited. It was great. That's awesome. It was, it was thrilling. Okay. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite color? Blue. 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 I've never done that. It's pretty entertaining. Have you done that? <laughs> yes! Try it twice! Why? What could you start out on that? And one of my friends is like, this is really fun, let's do it. So I did it with her. But and how do you do fun. it? You just, you just like stick your head out the window? Okay. And, like get them to stick their head yeah, out the so window? Yeah, so we went through and we ordered like a cup of water. Oh my god. <laughs> just to the window and we're like, hey, it would make my night if you take a selfie with me. And they would always be like really excited about it. We're doing that next time we do it. Let's, let's go do, do, do it right now. Let's go get a milkshake. We can keep it on the podcast. He can't record in the car. Dustin. <laughs> this is getting so good. <laughs> We're really getting into the good stuff now. Selfies <laughs> and milkshakes. <laughs> I'm a terrible cough. Oh, i got to calm down off that. I got really excited. I'm going to do that <laughs> next time. Let's go get a milkshake. I always want to do, do compliment like, random people in the store. I always want to, and then they chicken out. I want to, and you inspire me too, because every time we see someone who like has a great outfit or something, you're always like, we should tell them that their outfit's great. But I never do But, but you tell each other you should tell them, but you never tell <laughs> them. I never actually do it. Every time in the store, I always think, I see somebody, I'm like, they're so pretty, I need to tell them they're pretty. And then I'm like, wait, I can't tell them they're pretty. Like today I saw a girl, she's probably like, I don't know, 14. He's, this is about to run out. She's like 14 with her like mom and grandma. And she was like beautiful. She had like the most beautiful face. But I didn't want to go over and be like, you have a beautiful face. Then her mom to like, I don't know, hit me or something. So I, <laughs> so I didn't do it. I just... And there was an old woman, this old black woman, and she looked so good. She had like the cutest dress on. And I wanted to be like, your dress looks so cute. But then I just, I don't know, I just didn't... I we just should like start telling people me. more. Like I just feel like... What if she just like smacked like, across the face? Face. I was like... <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. You're just so pretty. Sorry I told you you were beautiful. It was a mistake. <laughs> My life. That that's me though, because I'm a photographer, so I'm a magpie, so I'm out <laughs> I'm out running, you know, at the lake, and like there's this lady that has like a gravity defying fro and the sun is setting, so like <laughs> she's backlit and it's glowing around the edges and I'm just like, I wanna take it. Have you ever asked a stranger to take a picture with them? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty fun. I used to do like street portraits very rarely because most people would say no. No, why do you want a picture of me? I asked this guy one time at a pizza place and I'm pretty sure he thought I was hitting on him. And I was like, it's really, it's just the light. The light's beautiful, not you. I mean, you're also beautiful, but I'm not. You're just a face to put in the light. You're just a face. It reminds me of your old, your old bio. 
I shoot people for tacos or something we'll like that. We'll shoot for tacos. We'll shoot for tacos. That was my favorite thing ever. Or, or what was it on Facebook? Which one is it? It's like I shoot people in the face with cameras or something like that. Oh, yeah, I think right. it's like I shoot that people in the face, but only with Go, cameras. So, excuse me, can I like shoot that. you? Sorry, in the face. No, sorry, with a camera. <laughs> like that sounds like something you would do. No, just never mind. I'll just <laughs> just never mind. <laughs> just never mind. Forget I even said it. Forget I existed. That seems like an awkward moment I would have. <laughs> it does like an awkward moment. <laughs> sounds accurate. Okay, what is your most awkward moment? I'm going to turn this around on you. Um, we, we ran into Like every in waking store. moment of my life. <laughs> that they, was my they, all, they all run together. My life is a continuous running awkward moment. <laughs> we ran into a tri- when we ran into each other in the store, that was pretty awkward. Yeah, that was pretty awkward. Because I didn't even know it was you. That was probably my okay, most awkward moment. At dressing rooms, like I don't make eye contact with people. That's, that's just the rule I have. It's also like, kind of weird to me that they have... Men and women go into the same dressing rooms at Target. Like I just because I always imagine myself. I guess I always imagine myself like the door. Somebody opens the door to a dressing room and somebody's in there like half dressed. And I always imagine that like some movements over there. So I'm gonna revert my gaze in that direction and then and then somebody's gonna get offended. The the real you're gonna start yelling at me and hitting me. (laughs) The real. So I just watched straight past you and I was like, oh, this cute white girl gasped at me. (laughs) The moral of the story is Dustin likes to imagine people half naked in dressing rooms. Maybe maybe we're getting into the real issues of my cycle here. The deeper levels. What's really sad is that I second-guessed myself. Anyway. <laughs> it was, like, really it wasn't that, fault It wasn't that kind of a guess. It, it was like, it was like, a, it was like a, an odd... We should odd, tell the story. It was not. Yeah, okay. tell the story. Yeah, we should go to back to the beginning because nobody knows what we're Rewind talking about. Rewind back to the beginning. <laughs> How long is this going to record for? Do we have time? As long as I want. Oh, okay. I thought you said it only did it in, like, it's five minutes. Like, I don't know. It's Apparently it doesn't. I'm, okay, I'm learning so things. So basically you're just a liar. Okay. I'm learning things. I don't know. I was told things. And they were lies. So... I was at Target escaping my children, right? Escaping my children. And I was shopping just because I wanted to. Do you really have to hold a button down with two fingers? <laughs> no, it's just my fingers getting tired. tired. Let me really Quick, leave. Indiana Jones it. Yeah. Oh, sneaky. Good I job. Save. Okay, so I am escaping my children, and I was really just going to walk around Target, but I saw some cute things I wanted to try on, right? So I tried on some women's clothes, and none of them fit me, of course, and they were all terrible. And so I got frustrated because I'm the size of a 10-year-old. And I went to the children's section because I was like, fine, I'll just shop in the kids' section if I'm a child size. So I went to the kids' section, I found some t-shirts, went back to try them on. Also very disappointed because apparently 10-year-olds want see-through shirts. No, they don't. Anyways, very upset. So I open the dressing room and I'm all in a tizzy, right? And I see the person who let me in the dressing room walk past with this dude who looks exactly like Dustin, exactly like him. Right? But I didn't recognize it at first until he had walked past me. And so when it hit me, I gasped. <gasps> like that. Like really big and loud, right? And I whirl around and he looks at me like like he has no idea who I am. And I was oh, like, I didn't recognize her. I was like, I wasn't looking at her, I was looking like above her head. And so I was like, I was like, oh crap, maybe it's his brother. And so I just walked away. I didn't say anything, I just ran away. And I when I got home I texted Dustin, I said, Were you a target? By that time, I was in the checkout line. Yeah, he texted me. He's like, I'm in the checkout line. Where are you? And I was like, I'm the person that gasped at you in the dressing room, you jerk. You didn't see me. <laughs> I was like, why didn't you say hi to me? <laughs> oh, no, no, she gasped so at me awkward. like, <gasps> you know? And I was, I was like, wait. I was like, I was thinking like, it might, <laughs> did I just get confused for someone famous? <laughs> for someone famous? Because it was that kind of a gasp. That's the most logical answer. 
It's like if you if you saw if you saw if you saw Ryan Gosling walking past you into the dressing room, you would make the same gas <laughs> that she made. It was actually a self-esteem lifting well, gas. Point. He still had his big beard. Like I recognize you. No, really? I thought you no, said that he cut his beard so he looked like his brother. Are you sure? So I, you told me I, I think I, I cut my beard. That's you said when you then. told me the story. Oh, the maybe that's why then. Because you have your same brother's mouth, which sounds so strange, but like your teeth and your mouth look like just like the pictures I've seen of your brother, but I've never met. <laughs> okay. He has blue eyes though, so that's how you'll know the difference. Oh, see, I didn't recognize that. I didn't know that. I think we should get back to the original question though, Dustin. What, what was your most your embarrassing most, moment? Most awkward embarrassing moment. This one. <laughs> it has to be before this moment. I can't think of one. They just all run together. It's just, it's just. I, I, I avoid thinking about them. I suppress the memories. There's got to be something you're thinking of right now. No. You just don't want to share it because it's too awkward or embarrassing. I actually do that too. I suppress a lot. I can't remember anything from like third grade to, to like sixth grade. Not Sounds healthy. <laughs> it is not. Again, the first conversation Dustin and I had was about our mental health issues. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. Good times. Good times. Any more questions? The funny thing is that when I write down questions for a podcast... Like, the last thing is always, do you have a question for me? I want to turn it back around on me. I already asked you. And you already did it. You took the initiative. I know. Good job. So that was the last thing. Yay! Yay! We can't leave the podcast. Last time to eat chips and salsa and guacamole that Hannah can't eat. Ha ha. Mean. I think it's still recording. So afterwards, Mary, Hannah, and I made our way to Mary's house where I played Dungeons & Dragons for the first time. And I have to say, it was lit, fam. Mary's husband, Zach, is the game master, dungeon master, whatever you call it. Anyway, he gets, like, way into it. He does accents and everything. It's awesome. And, uh, yeah, well, uh, we had to keep quiet, see, because of the sleep training thing. Also, just like sleeping children in general, I guess. Anyway, Mary, thanks for being on my podcast. Thanks for being in my life. Hannah, thanks for thanks for hijacking my podcast. Thanks for being an awesome friend. Uh, keep your friends close out there. I love you all. Peace.